Welcome to the third season of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the founder, host, and teacher, Dr. Kamala D. This ministry is here to teach you Bible truth. Teaching truth allows you to grow in faith and learn how to walk in God's amazing grace. I sometimes read entire books in the Bible so you can know the story, not just the scripture. I also teach a series about a certain subject, so I want you to invite family and friends. Get your Bibles, grab a pen and paper so you can take notes. Now sit back, relax, and learn Bible truth. saints welcome to learning bible truth ministries i am the host the founder and teacher dr Kamala d today is november the 20th of the year 2022 i am so excited about this message as i mentioned last week i was going to start my series entitled a faith that surpasses all understanding and then next week I think maybe on Thanksgiving Day, don't quote me on that, um, or maybe Friday, Black Friday, I will continue with uh, Dr. Frederick Casey Price Sr., epic series entitled Race, Religion, and Racism. He's in the final stages of that series, and he's talking about uh, Black people in the Bible, and my God, you guys have responded tremendously. To God be the glory. All I want to do is present truth to you. People who are trying to use the Bible to support their racist views. All we are doing is exposing their lies. They know you don't read the Bible. And there are scriptures in the Bible that a person who is cunning can read and deceive you. But that's not what we're about. I'm about giving people Bible truth. Amen. So with that said, let's get this truth on the road. I will be teaching from the New King James Bible today. Um, if I choose to read a scripture from another Bible or another version of the Bible, I will let you know. So you can turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 and beginning at verse six. Now, for the sake of time, you can pause the tape. You have the ability to do it. And when you come back, we will be on the same page. So I will commence to reading. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, him who God, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, which means that he exists. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently or earnestly seek him. Hallelujah. That bears reading again. But without faith. Remember, this is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It is impossible to please him, him God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that he exists, and that he is a rewarder, not a punisher, a rewarder of those who diligently and earnestly seek him. My God, my God, my God. Now with that said, 
trot on over to Romans chapter 10, verse 17, because if, if without faith, it is impossible to please God, well, then we need to know how faith comes. Oh yes, we need to know how to get it because those who believe in the true and living God, we want to please him. I don't know about you, but I want to please him. So I know you want to please him. So trot on over there to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. And while you look for the scripture, remember, you can pause the tape. You have the ability to do so. And I will commence to reading to save on time. Verse 17 of Romans chapter 10 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So saints, let me say this. If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then the only way we can obtain faith is by reading God's word, because that's where his word is. It is in the word of God, which is the Holy Bible. That's where it is. Everything else came afterwards, but these scriptures been in the Bible since mm, over 2000 years ago. And if we want to include the old Testament, we're talking about 10, six to 10,000 years ago. The word of God is true. And it is powerful and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it is alive, saints. I am a living witness. Now, we will be doing a lot of reading today. A lot of reading. Now, if there are some Bible scholars out there listening, and I'm sure they are. They, well, I have pastors and other teachers listening to, uh, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Um, let me clarify something before they send me an email and say, but, okay, let me, let me straighten this out. The scripture that I just read, Romans 10, 17 is in reference to salvation in Christ Jesus, because we are saved by grace through faith. And it is not of works. It is the gift of God and not of yourselves lest any man should boast. And if I uh, mixed up a couple of those words, it's because I was paraphrasing. Now, it doesn't matter because you are only saved by grace through faith. Faith is included. This is what these scriptures are pertaining to, even uh, concerning Galatians 3.18. It is talking about faith and saved by grace through faith and not by the law. And the just shall live by faith. We're talking about um, um, Hebrews 10.38, which talks about the just shall live by faith. And so the Christian walk is a faith walk. So what we are going to do, we are going to do a lot of reading, saints, so get ready. You know me. Over here, uh, by learning Bible truth, we read scripture here. Well, there is no making up nothing. There is no sharing of opinions. If we read entire books in the Bible, you will hear the story, not just a scripture. You will hear the story. So with that said, we are going to read about some heroes of faith in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Now, I don't know how long this series is going to last. It's going to stop when I stop finding scripture to support what I want to share. And so far, God has been giving me a lot of scripture. I'm sure I will cut it off at some point, but uh, I find that people learn most 
by listening to series, not just a sermon. No, it's, it's not enough information shared in the sermon um, in my book. So go to Daniel chapter three. I'm still in the New King James Version. And I will read that entire chapter of Daniel chapter three. We are going to read about some heroes of faith in Daniel chapter three. Now you can pause the date. And when you find uh, Daniel chapter three, it's go I'm going to be beginning uh, reading at verse one. And when you return, we will be on the same page. So with that said, let me commence to reading. I am in Daniel chapter three. Remember again, this is my last time saying it. I am reading from the New King James version of the Bible, unless I indicate otherwise and beginning at verse one. Nebuchadnezzar, the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And verse two, and King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps. The satraps are the governing authorities that work in his administration. The administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Verse three. So the satraps, remember the governing authorities, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Verse four, then a herald, that's a member of his army, a messenger, cried aloud to you, it is commanded, O peoples. Now, if, if you have a version that says, uh, oh, racist, that is incorrect. That is not in the Bible. Now, I uh, let me share that this section of the Bible was not written in Hebrews. It was written in Aramaic. Um, it's dealing with Iran, the Iranians and uh, Iran and, and Daniel wrote it in Aramaic. Okay, but the appropriate word should be in verse four. To you, it is commanded, O peoples, not racist. Um, and let me continue nations and languages, verse five, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre and the psaltery, which is members of, uh, the harp. That's what the psaltery is in symphony with all kinds of music. You shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Verse six. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Verse seven. So at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp and the lyre in symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations and languages fell down and worshiped the gold image, which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. 
verse eight. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans, now Chaldeans were uh, members of the Babylonian empire um, associated with Iranians, okay, came forward and accused the Jews. Okay, they accused the the Jews, verse nine. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Verse 10, you, O king, have made a decree, which is a law, that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the gold image. Verse 11, and whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Verse 12 says, there are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods, with a little g, or worship the gold image which you have set up. Verse 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, enraged and and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to him. So they brought these men before the king. Verse 14, Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Is this true? Okay, y'all follow along. It's about to get serious. Verse 15, Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. That's good for you. You'll be okay. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God? Well, little G now who will deliver you from my hands. I want y'all to make sure you keep your finger there. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Verse 16 says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Verse 17, if that is the case, what King, what the king just said now, if that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand. O king verse 18 says, but if not these boys, my God, I feel like shouting. These boys said, but if he doesn't, if not, let it be known to you, O king that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Verse 19, then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. He was angry. And the expression or either continents, um, depending on which, which version of the Bible you have, the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. Verse 20. 
and he commanded certain mighty men of valor. These were members of his army who were in his army to bind, tie these boys up, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Verse 21. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Verse 22 says, Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and threw them in the the flames of the burning fiery furnace. The, the heat was so hot, it burned the men up who threw them in the furnace. Verse 23, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell, and Abednego fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Verse 24, then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and he rose in haste and spoke saying to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They answered and said to the king, true, O king. They were butt kissers. Okay. Verse 25. Look, he answered. I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Bless the name of the God of Israel. Verse 26 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. Now remember, this sociopathic narcissist who is self-serving created his own God and wanted to make people bow down and worship it is now saying Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out and come here. He was telling them to come out of the burning fiery furnace. Come out, come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. Verse 27, and the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed. It was not burned at all. Nor were their garments affected. And the smell of fire was not on them. Couldn't even smell the fire. Couldn't smell smoke. Nothing. They, they came out exactly how they went in. Verse 28. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God with a big G, okay, a capital G. Verse 29, therefore, I make a decree. He changing the law. He, he changing it now, but don't be fooled by this. He's changing the law. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation or language 
which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. This is how evil he is. And their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this, my Lord, my Lord. And finally, verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Oh my God. I don't know about you, but when I was studying for this, I already knew these scriptures were there. It's just God led me to these scriptures to uh, start with this one first, this chapter first. What we just read, and I wanted you to visualize it when I was reading these scriptures, is a faith that surpasses all understanding. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their faith, their faith was, was, was not just in God, but the true and living God. Their faith wasn't just in a God and their God, but it was the true and living God. The God whom even Nebuchadnezzar commented about, there's no other God that can do this. He even commented about this saying Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God is the most high God. And there is no other God who can deliver like this. And this is what we need to focus on with this. They did not bow down to a man-made image and they, they didn't even think twice about it. They knew that they served the only true and living God. And keep in mind, hold up, let me go back to verse twenty. Uh, no, let's read verse 17 and 18 again. I want you guys to get this. This is so important. We are talking about a faith that surpasses all understanding. Remember in verse 15, when Nebuchadnezzar said, and who is the God who will deliver you from my hands, from my hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said this in verse 17 and 18. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Now you've got to believe on a true God to make this statement to a narcissistic, sociopathic, self-centered king who all he, all he focused on was himself and what can people do for him? He created his own God, a golden image. Now, I don't know if the golden image, uh, cause I conducted my research was of him cause he was that self-centered or if it was from, uh, a golden image of Baal, B-E-L, which is a demon that he worshiped. He worshiped evil. I don't know. But one thing we do know is his God didn't have no power. That's one thing we do know. And verse 18 says, this is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego talking. But if not, meaning even if he doesn't deliver us out of your hands, he's still able to do it. Excuse me, saints. I'm so excited. I just hit the mic. I don't know if you heard it, but he's still able to do it. These boys said in verse 18, but if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Now, why did these boys have this kind of faith? Why? Let me explain to you. 
Go to Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. You can pause the tape. And when you return, saints, it, it looks like I, I have to look too. I did want to bring in two of my electronic Bible. So just in case um, I wanted to go here. Yes, it's Exodus chapter 20. Um, I will be reading verses one through six. And you want to know why these boys had this faith. Okay, remember, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder, not a punisher, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So this is why they refused to bow down to these images that Nebuchadnezzar had created. Exodus chapter 20, and I will be reading uh, verses one through six. And God spoke all these words saying, this is God speaking with this uh, at the hand of Moses. Okay. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage and right into another one. <laughs> the Babylonian look, uh, the Chaldeans are uh, members of the uh, Babylonian um, empire. Um, you shall have no other gods before me. And that's God's with a little G because God knew back in the day that was the main issue he had with the Jews and with the Gentiles who are non-Jews. They were creating their own gods and worshiping their own gods. But God, trust me, always had a remnant that stuck with him always had some Jews who believed on the true and living God, the most high God, the God of hosts, meaning the God of armies. Verse three, you shall have no other gods before me. Verse four, you shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Verse five. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. And finally, verse six, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. This is why these boys refuse to bow down. You ought to obey God rather than man. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. These boys trusted God to deliver them from the burning fiery furnace. Now you want to know they didn't have a lot of the New Testament scriptures, but I can tell you what they did have. I want you to go to Psalms 27. Psalms 27, and we will see these boys had these scriptures to read and you better believe they read these scriptures. I'm looking to saints. So we will be, we'll, we will probably arrive at the same time. Psalms 27 saints. Uh, I am almost there. Psalms 27 says, and beginning at verse one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And verse two, when the wicked came against me, this is King, the writings of King David, but these boys had these scriptures to go by. 
when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Those gods burned up trying to put this, these boys in the burning fiery furnace here. Now go to Jeremiah chapter one, verse eight. I will be reading. Remember, you can pause the tape when you find it. You can come back. We will be on the same page. Jeremiah chapter one, verse eight. The Bible says their widows will be increased to me more than the sand of the seas. I will bring against them, against the mother of the young men, a plunder at noonday. I will cause anguish and terror to fall on them suddenly. Now, I want you to trot on over there to Jeremiah 15. Jeremiah chapter 15. And I will be reading verses 20 and 21. Powerful, powerful scriptures. These three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, had these scriptures to believe in and hold on to. And here's the key, believe in, because that's what faith is, acting on what you believe. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this is Jeremiah 15, 20 and 21. It says, and I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall and they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. Verse 21, I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked and I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. My Lord, my Lord. And the last one is um, Isaiah chapter 12. Go to Isaiah chapter 12. And I got to find these scriptures too, y'all. You ought to see me uh, switching back and forth on my uh, iPad. Isaiah chapter 12 and I will be reading verse 2 behold God is my salvation I will trust and not be afraid we just witnessed these three Hebrew boys these three Jewish uh, young boys who were in the leadership role in King Nebuchadnezzar's administration Believing and trusting in God's word. Verse two, again, behold, God is my, my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for y'all talking about Yahweh. The Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Salvation comes in on many levels. And one is to save you from the burning fiery furnace when you are in the midst of a trial. And I'm telling you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What you witnessed was these three boys acting on God's word. That's what faith is, acting on what you believe. They believe and trusted in God's word. They acted on it. They did not bow down to any golden images. And that's where a lot of Christians are falling today. This is where they are falling. They have no faith because we are to walk by faith and not by sight. And what they see is killing their faith. They believe in what they are seeing rather than what they don't see. What you don't see is God delivering you from that trial. I have gone through some stuff. You hear me in the past two years. And I said, okay, bring it Satan. Cause I knew it wasn't God. The Bible is clear on that in Corinthians that it is not God who, who uh, tempts you 
or tries you. Temptation, trial, or test does not come from God. He doesn't tempt anybody with evil. And last time I checked, any trial you are in is evil. Uh, he, he, Satan tried to get me with my health, but my faith never wavered. Uh, Satan tried to get me on my job a couple of years ago, but I'm still there because I put everything in the hands of the Lord. He tried to get me again with my health. I was going to play a recording from my doctor. When my doctor told me that, um, I, I had cancer, but she was going by the images on the PET scan. She will tell you, and I got it on, um, uh, recording on my uh, voicemail that I told her immediately, I don't have any cancer in my body. And I said, if it, if it was there at some point, doc, once the biopsy results come back, it won't be there. It's going to come back benign. And when I tell you it did, my doctor was so excited to call me and tell me that I didn't have cancer. You can hear it in her voice on the phone. And she said, oh, Miss Dorsey, this is Dr. Dolly. And I'm calling to tell you, you were right. You do not have cancer. Now, let me tell you something. I challenged this doctor the moment she said it. I said, doctor, I do not have any cancer because I refuse to receive it in my spirit. I refuse to receive it. I wasn't upset. I didn't worry. I didn't break. I felt the healing when I said it. And I asked her, are you just basing this on the PET scan? And she said, yes. I said, well, if you have access to the full PET scan, Remember the doctor I went to prior to coming to you, the doctor I went to prior to coming to her sent me to her because in her area of expertise, he thought I had cancer in the colon. He thought I had colon cancer. I said, doc, I don't have no cancer. He said, well, we will see. And by God, my God, my God, my God, to God be all the glory. When he went in, he cut out the mask. There was a mask on my colon. Yeah, he cut it out. They did a full biopsy and came back benign. No cancer, nowhere in my body because I refuse to receive it in my spirit. When you receive what they say, if you decide to ignore the word of God, whereby Jesus stripes, you are healed. If you choose to ignore that and you receive it in your body, it's going to be harder for you to uh, have enough faith that surpasses all understanding to get rid of that, that cancer. I never received it in my spirit. Never. And that was a nugget for somebody. Somebody needed to hear that, um, which is why I don't let everybody pray for me. I can pray for myself because I don't have a wavering faith. I have gone through some stuff and I am still here today to tell everybody about it. I want you to know we serve a God that is a living God. I serve the same God that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego serve. It is the God who came in the form of his son, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. That is the God we serve. He is God Jehovah or Yahweh. Yahweh is the Hebrew name for God. Jehovah represents all the characteristics of God or Jehovah Jireh, my provider. That's what Jehovah is. So if we say Jehovah, we're fine. If we say Yahweh, we're fine. And let me share this for my Muslim brothers that are listening. I have nothing against you. I love you dearly. My hope and my prayer for you is that you find Christ, is that you understand that there is no other way to get to God other than, than uh, through the blood of Jesus. 
other than his sacrificial um, blood. Oh, yes. He is the atoning sacrifice for our salvation. Absolutely. The blood that he shed on the cross is the only blood that God will accept. And I have to say this, and I'm saying this with love because I know the truth. I've done my research and I share it. Allah is not another name for Jehovah. Allah is not another name for Yahweh. Allah is a seventh century moon God. Now, if that's what y'all want, who y'all want to serve and worship, that's fine. But I want you to know this. Jehovah, who came in the person of Jesus Christ in the New Testament, will never tell anyone who don't believe and never tell his disciples or did he ever tell any of his apostles to go and kill anybody who doesn't believe because we serve a God full of mercy. We serve a God who is able to deliver us and who is able to protect us from the burning fiery furnace. The problem with Christians today is they are being fed a bunch of crap in these churches. That's the problem with Christians today. The average Christian has no faith. And the Bible is clear. The just shall live by faith. The Bible is clear. You read Hebrews 10.38. The just shall live by faith. Absolutely. And read Hebrews 11.6. The just shall live by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently or earnestly seeks him. Now, saints, I want to end episode one of a faith that surpasses all understanding. I want to um, end it today. I promise you that I will share another excerpt from um, Dr. Frederick Casey Price's uh, epic series, Race, Religion, and Racism, either Thanksgiving Day or either Black Friday. And Saturday, I will share episode number two of a faith that surpasses all understanding. So until next time, I hope this day finds you and your family well. Keep the faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I appreciate everyone for tuning in today. I welcome all the new listeners. We are almost at 8,000. And I appreciate each and every one of you because God is sending you to me. The Bible says the Lord adds to the church daily. So all the newcomers, God is leading you here because he wants you to hear Bible truth. I can't share a message to every living being on earth, but God knows who he needs to direct to this ministry so that they can hear Bible truth. So continue to walk in love. I love you. I love and respect everyone. I don't hate anyone because hate is not in my body. God has shared in my heart the love of Christ. Christ, that seal of the Holy Spirit is in my heart. I can tell you that because I don't dislike or hate anybody. I would do something for anyone in need if I could help them. If I could help them, I would do it for them. And it's not based on their ethnicity. It is based on whether or not I have the capacity or the means to help them. That's it. With that said, you just heard truth from Learning Bible Truth. Peace out. hope you were enlightened by this message. If you have any questions or comments about this message, you can contact us by emailing talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. 
If you would like to sow a seed in this growing ministry, you may access the front page on the podcast you are listening to and click on the support button. Or you can cash out the ministry at dollar sign Dr. Kamala D. That is at dollar sign capital D lowercase r capital C lowercase A-M-A-L-E capital D and donate any amount. And remember, God loves a cheerful giver and so do we. So until next time, believers, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not the word of man. We walk by faith and not by what we see. I am your host and teacher, Dr. Kamala D, serving you with Christ Jesus, our Lord, in peace and love. I thank each of you for tuning in, and I hope to hear from you soon. Peace out. Still standing